Welcome back, everyone. It's Chance. And it's me, Robert. And we're back with another podcast, number eight, right? Episode eight of the Cigar Gospel Podcast. All right, ladies and gentlemen. So grab a cigar, grab a beer, coffee, soda, whatever you're going to drink, if anything. And uh, hope you enjoy this conversation with Robert and I today as we talk about some different cigars we liked and you know what we've been doing since the last episode i think it's been a little over a week since we released the episode there's a lot that's happened since then so looking forward to um getting into that and updating you you all about our uh adventures yeah yeah all right right why don't you go ahead and tell everybody what we smoking today all right all right hope y'all won't eat me up for this one but we are smoking a gurkha 18 year this is the Gurkha Cellar Reserve and uh, the reason why we're smoking this one is because my boy Chance here likes to get them discounts loves the discounts so he was strolling around the cigar store and he found the 50% off cabinet and he ran across these bad boys so he took some with him and he said that they were probably the most enjoyable Gurkha that he's had. And how many have you had? Gurkhas? Yeah. I've had like five different ones probably. Okay, so you've got you've gotten a taste some of them. A small taste, yeah. Yeah. Most of them I've never smoked twice. It's the first Gurkha I've smoked twice, I believe. Nice. Nice. And these are kinda of a little flying pig. Yeah, that's I the shape can, I get. Yeah. Perfecto flying pig, whatever. But so they were normally what are they, eight bucks? They're normally eight bucks, yeah. And the fifty percent brings it to four dollars. So I mean it's kinda hard to pass up a four dollar cigar that is somewhat decent. And I had told Robert, I told him after we did the because we're about to have a video come out about a review of the Gurkha thirtieth anniversary. And it's because I dislike Gurkha, so we had a Patreon send us money to go buy Gurkhas to smoke. And I kind of enjoyed that Gurkha a little bit. Uh, not going to get too much into about Robert's opinions or the rest of my opinions about it. Just say that for the video. But I had told Robert afterwards, I was like, man, if I catch Gurkha in the closeout closet, I'll buy it and try it. Sure enough. Plus, 18-year aged tobacco for 4 bucks is always going to be worth a try. And I bought two. I bought one for me and I bought one for my brother. So that way when we go to San, we went to San Antonio this weekend to get, complete a Spartan race and golf and drink a bunch of beer and play pool and all kinds of other shit we'll get into that but i was like man i'll bring two and um we both really enjoyed this little gurkha on the golf course you know so now i wanted to smoke it relaxing sitting down where the wind's not blowing crazy and i'm having to go hit shots and really see what it tastes like because it had Mm -hmm. a very pleasant retro hell and um i was pretty shocked by it so i bought some more today and I got Robert to buy some. I was like, bro, you gotta try this Gurkha. I know that Gurkha is Gurkha, right? But it's $4, man. So let's see what he thinks. And my thoughts, now it's my second time smoking the Gurkha Cellar Reserve aged 18 years. I did not like the 15 year that much, by the way. Which was the one we reviewed, right? Was that? No, that no, was the no, 30th. No. They okay. have a Cellar Reserve aged 15 year. I don't think it's as good as this one. Which, I mean, it shouldn't be. I gotcha. Well, um, just a little details about it. The wrapper is a Corojo wrapper. 
Binders are Dominican and the filler is Dominican. So, so far, I mean, for me, it's drawing good. Uh, the burn's a little uneven, but I, t I kind of heated it up a little bit. Yeah, and I noticed that too. Me and my brother went on the golf course. It was hard to get kind of an even burn. I think it's just the size. Yeah. But um, it, it was okay. Um, it kind of fixed itself out for me. My brother was, he doesn't like do even burns as much as I do. Like, I'll keep touching it up. Yeah. He's more of like, man, chill. So, like, when I let it chill, it fixed itself. Yeah. You know, so. We're also drinking a bunch of beer today. A uh, bunch. A bunch. I'm going to get drunk today on the Cigar Gospel. Hallelujah. So, uh, Robert picked two beers and I picked one. So, one of the beers that Robert picked was called Clown Shoes Luchador Series. Everyone knows I love some wrestling. I, I, I like AAA Luchador. I used to watch Rey Mysterio and all them back in... Mexico days and AAA. I didn't watch it live, but tapes and stuff I have of Ray's greatest hits and um, Andrade and stuff. But it's called the Clown Shoes Luchador Series Pumpkin Sombrero, Mexican style chocolate stout with pumpkin puree. I tell you what, I didn't know how. I tell you what, I didn't know how I was gonna feel about this beer. I told you, bro. You just—it's like me giving the Gurkha a try. You know, it's. It's a little nerve-wracking, but... I enjoy this beer. We poured it in a glass. Um, it's easy to chug. It's a very... I don't know how much alcohol is in it. I guess we'll find out if I start It was slurring. like 7, 8%. Yeah, probably sounds about right. Yeah. Because the next beer I got on deck in my hand is a Eureka Heights Space Train. What? A Hop Speed IPA. I think I got... What was the other one? Strawberry Cream? Yeah, some Richmond brewery. Yeah, it's it's a local brewery to us here, and we saw that at a local um, spec. So I forgot what it was called. We'll get to it. Later. Yeah, we'll pull it out here in a minute. But uh, just to come back to the cigar, uh, the notes that I'm getting off of it is kind of a nutty. Not too much spice, actually. It's really smooth. I get more of uh, like sweetness and stuff than I do spice on it. I get it. Corojo always has a little bit of a spice to me. But it's not like an overbearing pepper spice, you know, like too much. Yeah. But Corojo always has that distinct flavor. Like, you know when you smoke Corojo. Yeah. So I get that, but I do get some sweetness, a little bit of nuttiness, honestly. Uh, but overall, I've, it's a very pleasant cigar. Yeah. Um, so if you haven't seen, we have the Cigar Humidor unboxing where I was not present and we'll, Robert did. We'll talk a little bit about... What I realized here in the <laughs> most recent turn of events. Uh-oh. Maybe I don't even know about this, so I'm going <coughs> find me. out some shit myself. But let's get on to the conversation, bro. I want to <coughs> I wanna know how y'all's trip went and uh, what y'all did while y'all were up there. What was the main reason for your trip? And then we'll talk about the fun stuff. So my brother's a fit freak, and uh, he's been accomplishing running achievements got all the way up to accomplishing a half marathon kudos to him working his way to a full yeah, marathon man. um so he's got all in shape and shit at 30 years old nice uh, and well, he's always been in pretty good shape and now he's like in good running shape and shit uh, so he was one to always try a spartan race and he wants to do he signed up to do all three where it's the sprint the super and the ultra beast yeah so 
the sprint is six something miles. I oh, know the sprint is a 5K. It's three and about three and a half miles. That's what him and I did this weekend. Okay. And then the super is around six miles double. Okay. Like 40 obstacles maybe or something. We had 20 obstacles. So I don't know how many obstacles they have, but I know it's more. It might be like 10 more and longer running in between. I don't know. And then they have the Ultra Beast, which is a half marathon. Excuse the truck in the background if y'all heard it. We live in New York, guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, Texas. So uh, he's going to do all three of those, but he wanted to see what it was. So, you know, me not being in great shape is a way to inspire me besides my ankle injury. So I didn't yeah. get to train as much. Uh, so we went up to Bernie, Texas. But uh, we stopped. Uh, on the way there... I got the grand idea of like, man, let's drink some good beer on the way there. So we stopped at Shiner Brewery. Oh, I was jealous, bro. You sent me a selfie. I'm like, this this dude here, bro. It's like 15 minute delay. Yeah. It's a very cool place. We didn't get to do the tour because we got there too late. Yeah. But we got to drink two beers apiece for 10 bucks. You know, that's not bad. No, not um, at all, dude. It had some guy playing music. I don't know what he was talking about, though, or singing. Um, <laughs> so we drank the beers there. Went to the gift shop, bought some stuff, and then we headed on down and uh, found some pizza place to eat at. It was nice. Uh, Stout's Pizza. Yeah, boy. I was. And then we went to Redland, Redland Cigar Lounge. That was so, y'all's first night there? Is that what y'all, mm-hmm. when y'all did that? Yeah, man. So, Redland Cigar Lounge. It's a very interesting place. It is a massive smoking lounge area and it's like in this massive garage right so they just got chairs everywhere recliners couches tvs fridge like BYOB there too so you can go you only have to spend 15 dollars worth of cigars and um you can smoke there in the lounge so we bought you bought huh you bought no he bought one too yeah some god of fire um and they had some Opus X there. You know, I called Rob. Robert had told me before I left for the trip. When y'all go to a cigar shop, you find Opus X, call me. So I did. I was driving down the highway. I saw his name pop up and said, oh, I got to answer this. My wife was mid-sentence. I was like, hang on. <laughs> he probably knew what it was, especially around <laughs> the time period. So um, we smoked... So it was an interest. Okay, let me get back before we smoke. Let's talk about the cigar location. I recommend it to anybody in that area or visiting San Antonio or whatever. It's a very cool place. The humidor, compared to what I'm used to, is small. Yeah. They didn't offer, they offered a few different things, but like there's no Padrones there. Yeah. There's no really Fuentes there except Opus X and God of Fire, which are 30, you know, are 2250 to $30 range, you know. Yeah. So if you're looking to spend money then yeah that's fine but if you're looking to buy regular cigars they have enough for everything you might need for the smoke to that day yeah but um it wasn't like the shop we go to yeah no i i, I couldn't understand that but so you walk in it's a humidor and it's the cash register and everything all in there together it's pretty cool small little area and um, you wouldn't even know cigar shops there. It's just a whole bunch of garages with businesses in them. And you can just go all the way down to the end, and there it is. And it's open till 10 p.m., which is really cool, you know, because you get to stay out yeah. late. You know, a lot of places don't do that. So we buy our cigar. We look around, buy our cigars. Um, 
me and my brother both got the God of Fire Serie B. Um, Which one did you end up smoking? Was it the... Uh, 2018, okay. I believe. And uh, <clears throat> my brother was learning how to retro hell. He's probably like, going to be telling on me. But uh, So my brother was learning to retro hell so he can taste cigars better. And uh, by the time we left, he's a retro hell and expert. I'll tell you what. Nice. Um, and neither one... He had a bad experience with his cigar, kind of, because they didn't draw a lot for him. Yeah. Um, mine drew great. So, God of Fire was $22.50. It's made by Fuente. And only problem with that hat is it was great for a half the cigar. Literally. And then, like, the second half, it was just weird. It was like all the flavors just fell off. Hmm. It wasn't necessarily bitter. Like, my brother's pie was bitter, but, like, mine wasn't. Like, I was not puffing constantly. I was like, yeah. I was just puffing just the right amount. Um, but it was an okay experience. Like, Robert asked me what I would rate it. I was like, probably an 89. You know, if it was, like, $12, I might have got, like, a 91. Maybe. That's just because the first half of it was so damn good to me. Yeah. But it was just a weird ex- It wasn't a nasty, but it was just kind of like, all right, I'm ready for it to be done. Yeah, with, I see you know? what you're saying. And a great cigar, you should never be ready for it to be done with. No, right? it's, and when I think about it, when you mention that, you know, I think about a Padron. You know, the whole experience from start to finish is great, you know? Absolutely. And so that's always going to be the cigar I compare anything to, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, same here. So then we left there, and we went to a pool hall pretty much billard's place called fast eddies there's like four of san antonio and that was fun me and my brother played a lot on these longest tails with small holes and he beat my ass almost every game but damn like, i didn't know he was good at pool he's all right um well, i guess just, you had to learn from someone huh i ain't learned from him he's all right <laughs> uh he's a little uh, he was better than me that night yeah so i give it to him um some small holes got to me he had to make perfect shots um I didn't know this, so I was talking to my dad. He's like, yeah, Fast, Fast Eddie's one of the most famous pool players of all time. He has movies about him and everything. And I was like, oh, shit. That explains why there's like four Fast Eddie's in San Antonio. So I had no idea about that. But for anyone who want to know, Fast Eddie's got apparently a really good movie, according to my dad. Yeah. How about the trucks? They're <laughs> building new construction in the area. Um, We're recording from my house today yeah so so yeah but yeah this saturday we went to play golf at the golf club of texas and me and jake had a grand old time it was uh we got to play just the two of us we didn't have to pair up with no random person or whatever and uh how many holes did y'all hit it was 18 hole nice how'd you shoot no, it's <laughs> it been a while since you had swung, right? It's been about two months since I played golf. I yeah. did our there was times I did okay, yeah. but I ain't as good as I was two months ago, which wasn't very good two months ago. But we had a good time. That's good. We uh, had some good beer wings. We smoked uh, Leva V. My brother got his hands on some more uh, Siri V one thirty fives. That's from his shop, right? Yeah, and he saved them for us. We smoked them after golf. Man, that's an incredible cigar. We had some twelve year. <laughs> um, I don't know how to say Squatch. it. Scotch? Scotch? Scotch, yeah, yeah. But I don't know the brand. I don't know how to say it. And uh, some green beer they had left over from St. Paddy's Day. I was wondering, man. I saw the photos yeah. and I was like, you got a chamoy rim on there or something? No, Jake did. I didn't like that shit. The one cool thing, though, was when you finish, whatever your score was, you get a beer for that price. 
Really? So yeah, so I only had to pay like a dollar for my beer. <laughs> Which people are like, a dollar, damn, you suck. But yeah. uh, people who know golf, but uh, it was a, uh, it was cool. We had fun on the golf course. We smoked this Gurkha, and we both really enjoyed it on the golf course. Um, yeah, that's kind of why I'm smoking it now, and it's, it's really showing out. I'll be honest with you. It's make your humidor for four bucks. If it's four bucks, bro, I could see myself putting ten in there. Well, they got plenty in four bucks range. I there. know, dude. That's why I'm. They got a box fifty percent off there right now. Ten bucks, or ten. Forty bucks for ten. Yeah, that's that's nuts, dude. I can go in there and buy two cigars. I did. Yeah. Sorry, babe. <laughs> but uh, you know, you can go in there and get two cigars for forty bucks. So yeah, I mean, you get ten cigars, man. That'll last you. For me, that'll last me four days, maybe. Yeah, and then after golf and smoking, we ate and chilled and went to sleep because we had the Spartan race Sunday morning. And uh, it was an adventure, let's just say that. I cannot, everything hurts today. I could barely yeah. get out of bed, barely move. But it was fun, man. We had a good time. I didn't get too hurt, thank God. So no severe injury, very sore. Um, definitely a test. I was, <clears throat> I finished it. Let's just say that, but that's I an achievement be, in itself. I could be in better shape. I can tell you that right now too, but it was fun. We had a blast, man. Like water was cold as hell. The ground hurt. I bet. I had to do so many log rows, pencil rows and, uh, army crawl. I didn't really army crawl that much. So I was just rolling, but the ground was so hard. Boy, my body was hurting. Um, jumping stuff, but it was fun. Uh, so like I said, my brother in May is doing the, uh, the super. That would be cool. Yeah, that'd be I think cool. he's going to like Dallas or something. I ain't going to be able to get in shape enough for that one. That's three extra miles and more obstacles. Well, I barely finished this one. But yeah, man. So that's kind of like our trip to San Antonio is uh, alcohol, cigars, golfing, getting <laughs> in, and uh, testing our physical selves. You know? Well, it sounds like a good time, though. It was a good time. So, what were you up to since I've been gone? Since I've been gone. Well, a lot of working, I could say that. And, <clears throat> man, a lot of smoking, too. Just chilling on my days off and smoking. Uh, the humidor, I got that finally. The video. Uh, you guys, if y'all haven't checked it out, check it out. Yes, go but, run them views up. Run them up. I got it all seasoned up, and I got all my cigars moved over into there. And Chance, whenever I first got into cigars, he uh, he's like, hey, check this website out, Cigar Bid. I'll be on there every day, man, Just sitting there bidding. I bid on a couple of lots. I ended up bidding on some Padromo Champagne, which was one of the first cigars that you gave me. The first. Yeah, that, it was the first one. And uh, I got them actually to just reevaluate my palate and also to see how my wife, see how she feels about a non-flavored kind of milder cigar, you know. Test the waters with her. I, I got that one and then I got the Southern Draw Firethorn. I believe that was the name of it. Blended by AJ. And uh, so I got those acclimating in a separate humidor. Are they all blended by AJ Southern Draw? Yeah. I think all the Southern Draws are blended <laughs> by him. Yeah, okay. Uh, so go get those then. 
they're probably good. Yeah, I'm sure they are, man. <laughs> the Jacob's Ladder I smoked was very enjoyable on that yeah, one. I like that cigar. Yeah, that was a great cigar, man. It really was. But I've been stocking it up. Um, just recently, the cigar shop, we were going to take a trip this past Saturday to Galveston and go hit up a cigar bar. You inspired me. And I was like, man, let's go check out the cigar bar in Galveston. I've been checking it out, you know. Yeah, ain't been like, that let's, one. let's go see what they got or, you know, just go get out, me and my wife. And as I was, I was literally in the car and waiting for my wife. And I, I got to wait quite often. <laughs> and so I'm sitting there searching Facebook and I come through to my local cigar shop post a lot on Facebook. And I saw they posted the uh, Opus X Forbidden. The sampler. Yeah, and I was like, man, I sure would love to have that. And uh, those that don't know, Opus X is a... They're very sought-after cigars, I would say, right? Yeah, because it's the first Dominican Puro ever made. Yeah. And so they have (laughs) several Opus X and There's all kinds of different Opus X lines. Successful Dominican Puro ever made. Let me see. And uh, so we went. Down, we ended up changing our plans, and we went down to the local shop, and uh, we uh, we went in, and man, there was people in there already, you know, getting the samplers. I walked in, I picked me one up, and I got a, a couple of other cigars too. I sat there and I smoked the La Aurora yeah. anniversary. Is it anniversary or I want to say it may have been a special edition. Hold on. We'll get back with you on that one. We don't want to give y'all wrong facts. Not here at the Cigar Girls. I sent you a photo of it. Uh, Specials. Yeah. It's the La Aurora Specials. I think it was like 15 bucks. 14. 14, 15 bucks there. And, uh. Chance had recommended that one. He smoked it twice, I think, before he yeah. recommended it to me. And uh, so my wife smoked a Fat Bottom Betty, and she really enjoyed that, which I've been trying to get her a little more into smoking as well, and I was glad that she enjoyed that. Awesome. But we sat there, we smoked, um, went home. I put all my cigars in the humidor, played some video games and just chilled, man. That was really my main excitement, I guess you could say. So what about your humidor? So. I want to know now. So whenever the samplers came out, I thought to myself, man, why did I not do this sooner? Why did I not get a humidor sooner? Financially, that's probably the main reason. But it's so nice to be able to go into the shop and say, okay, I know I got this much room in my humidor. I can just pick up. I wish I had that problem, people. Your humidor is pretty full. That's because half the cigars in there I picked up for you in San Antonio. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but... It's nice to not have a worry of are my cigars being taken care of in the proper humidity? Are they, you know, are they being stored right? All that stuff. And just to be able to get them from the shop that I know is taking care of them right and just put them right in the humidor and not have to worry about them. So to me, that's really 
exciting. And I told myself I don't know why I didn't do it sooner. But, yeah, it's running really good. The humidor, I got it seasoned, and I got my 69 packs in there. If I had to guess, cigar-wise, I probably got closer to maybe right now. I probably got closer to maybe 100, 110, if not more. Because I do got quite a bit. And I got a special drawer for my premiums. Yeah. And so I'm really trying to build the premium up. Because those are the ones that I'm probably just going to sit on and let them age unless special occasions, things like that. Got some flavored ones for my wife. And then got my dailies like the, I, I love foundation. Got my foundations. I got my La Roma de Cuba. And then I got assorted different assorted cigars. And then we got several different cigars that we're saving for reviews as well that we're looking forward to using as well. Yeah. And it's nice to have that room and not have to worry about it. I know at one point I was like, hey, man, can you hold these cigars for me? Because I didn't have room, man. I was buying more and more containers. And after a while, yeah. I'm like, man, you just got to get get a humidor. For sure. Can't go wrong, especially at 300 count. Um, if I ever put 300 cigars in there, then... You're pretty close. I don't know. I think it's just filled up. Um, and mainly, the main reason, I think, is because those big old uh, 69% packs I have, they take up about half of the shelf in the back. So, I've been trying to think and figure out a better solution for... I don't want to stack them, you know? But... A better solution to maintain the humidity but not have them actually on the drawers, you know? But I like the way it's set up and maybe one day we could do a video or a tour of the humidor. You know, both of ours. We could look at them and see kind of what your favorites are and what mine are. I gotta get my humidor game up then. <clears throat> gotta get it up. Gotta get some cigars in there. Robert can, well Robert buys way more cigars than I do every month so and he can save but also it's because he just buys so much more so i don't get, that's the problem yeah mine don't get saved because i don't buy that much and I that's probably a smoke. smarter that's probably a smarter idea what really inspired me was when we saw john's yeah and that was like man i want my humidor to be like that one day and so i've been checking it out and trying to find these rare cigars, you know, the Opus X and things. And it's hard to bring myself to smoke those because I know they're so sought after, you know. But at the same time, I'm like, why am I going to have a cigar that is so sought after and I don't even know how the hell it tastes, you know. Like, man, smoke it and see, is it just wasting space for me? No, yeah, no, you need exactly, to. Exactly, because that's what I thought, man. Whenever I got those from the local shop, I'm like, I'm not going to smoke them. But then I told myself, you know what? Why they, Why am I going to put them in the humidor and let them take up space if they're really not all that neither, you know? Yeah. Like you said about the God of Fire and your brother, you know, he had a bad experience. Yeah, like I would, I mean, I would buy it again to try it one more time since it's a Fuente God of Fire. But if it wasn't any better than that, no, I would never mess with it, you know? Yeah. Um, but... I don't really remember how Opus X and stuff tastes. I had one a long time ago. So, but. Well, who knows? That may make one of my lists one day. 
I'll have to I mean, smoke shit, it. Robert's got damn Davidoff's Padrones and Opus X all in his humidor. Now his humidor is super classy. It's like wow, man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you one day. We're gonna we're gonna go there and I'm gonna tell you, hey, pick one cigar, smoke it, free of charge, and see what you go for. That'll be a nice cool video, you know. If you could pick one cigar out of your buddy's humidor, which one are you picking? I'm telling you right now what I would pick in there. What would you pick? Just because I've never had any Opus, I would pick an Opus. But if I've had Opus, if it's not my favorite, you got Dominicas in there now by Davidoff, it'll probably be that or a Padron. Yeah, I agree. I love the Dominicas by Davidoff. They're incredible cigars. That's usually, especially if I want to smoke for a while, that Toro, that's a good hour and a half too. Like, I would, uh, man, I might always grab that. And I'm I'm excited to try it because we smoked a Davidoff the Yamasa and we also smoked there's another one I smoked. I can't remember what it was though. Or no, you know what? That was the only Davidoff I've had, the Yamasa. I robbed that wrapper off of you. I was yeah, thinking the Colorado about Colorado wrapper. Yeah. I robbed that one off of you, but uh yeah, I'm excited to try it because you said that that was by far one of your favorite cigars. It's a top five for me. Yeah. yeah. So for me, that's it's it's a little pricey for sure. Twenty four bucks. Yeah. God damn, it's worth it. Yeah. So I'm sure it's gonna push the spot for me too. Well, the tobacco's from 2014, so I mean, what is that? Seven years? It's aged seven years now? Like. Yep. You know. Yeah. It's, it's pretty good. That's, ain't no Gurkha 18 year now. Nah, nah, gotta find up. Nah. I'll be I'll be honest with you. We'll come back to the cigar now. Uh, it's been a very pleasant experience, dude. I'm not even gonna front on it or lie to y'all. But this this Gurkha is is really good. I got a small headache, but I don't know if that's from the tobacco. Or if it's from something else, it could be from the tobacco. But well, it's a pretty, it's pretty strong. It's yeah. aged eighteen years, you know. But uh, yeah, uh, the thing I like about this cigar that I noticed too, man. Like, look at how uh, toothy the ash is. Like, yeah, it's you can tell it's aged, dude. Yeah, it's really toothy, and the wrapper doesn't necessarily show that until you look really close. I think it's just because of the color. Yeah, but the toothiness is behind it. But when you get to smoking, you start getting ash. All the ash is uh just covered in teeth, you know. Yeah. So really enjoy this cigar. So I'm glad that I bought it in the closet. Shout out to the closeout closet, boy. People sleep on the closeout closets, man. That's where you get to try new things. I know, man. It's things that you probably wouldn't have normally ever. Thought about I would have never bought this cigar in a million years, probably, if it wasn't $4 in the closeout closet. And I wonder if you're the only one that shops out of that closet. I would assume not. No, because there'd be boxes I'd be buying out of. Sometimes they'd just be gone sometimes. Yeah. Or like the CAO Vision. Yeah. A, that's a pretty good cigar, too. It's a $15, $18 cigar, whatever, maybe Churchill. You know? One of the high-end members at the shop that smokes in the private lounge was smoking it, and he had told me, he's like, this cigar keeps smoking the way it is, I'm going to go buy the rest of the box. So people do that. He didn't buy the rest of the box, so maybe something disappointed him in it, because I came back two days later and bought it again. Yeah. So you get, well, the problem is, when you charge $20 or $18 for a cigar, 
you know, you gotta really bring it. Like I was saying in one of the videos, like, yeah, Padrona shit, which is still 20 bucks. So it's like, man, is your stuff that good? So when these companies who are, you know, good companies, but their specialty isn't $20 cigars, they release 20, $25 cigars and they're pretty good. Yeah. You know, they might be better than what they have, but you know, it's like, damn, does people want to pay $25 to try, uh, say, let's talk about Gurkha. You know, I don't want to spend 30 bucks on a Gurkha. I've never had a Gurkha like that was $9. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, no, yeah. But when it hits the closeout closet, now that Gurkha that was 30 bucks is 15 or say 20 Like a lot of cigars I try are usually at 18 20 in there that are now 9 10 11 bucks. And uh, I'm like, man, these are really good. I don't know if they're worth 20 bucks, but they're definitely worth 11 maybe a little bit more. So that's the thing with the closeout closet, man, is... You got you find some high dollar cigars in there, fifty percent off. Occasionally, you find cigars like this that are eight. Yeah, and it's just because whether the public doesn't know in there, so they're not in there because they're bad cigars. They're in there because maybe they just don't sell. And like Gurkha makes us swear they make a damn new cigar all the time. So there's so many of them, people just don't know what you know. You have your very popular ones like the fifteen years always selling. You know, like my cousin in California loves the 15, the seller reserve 15 year. Maybe I should give it another try after doing the 18. The 15 is very popular, but I seen they had bigger sizes of the 18. Yeah. I'd be more curious to try, but this one was only four. And maybe with it being so small, the flavor is packed in there, you know? Yeah, and that's probably true too. You get much more of a concentrated flavor with the smaller part, like the flying pig, you know? Yeah, like it's not the greatest cigar I've ever had, but it's far not the worst. For four bucks. It's pretty good, it's probably the best, well, it's normally eight. Would I pay eight for this? Yes. Now, right? Yeah, I, if, I would pay eight for this cigar. Yeah. I feel like that is a very fair price point. Honestly, I could see this cigar going for 11 or 12. 12 would probably be what I would think it would go for being 18 years. Yeah. I don't know if it's quite good enough to be 12, in my opinion, for this size. But that's what I would think it would go for. But 8 bucks, man, can't go wrong. Yeah. I enjoy it. I'm glad Robert likes it, you know. And it makes me kind of more willing to try some Kirkus in the future, you know. Um, it really is because I thought I'd never smoke Gurkha again or whatever yeah. but <clears throat> never say never right whatever Justin Bieber said <laughs> <laughs> and now if y'all want to know the beer I'm drinking Space Train by Eureka Heights that's a brewery out of Houston it's pretty good I mean it's a IPA you know um, got a little haze to it yeah yeah but um yeah, it's been enjoyable. So let me ask you. What's we've been up? talking a lot about. Well, we talked quite a bit about cigar-related stuff, but a lot of this shit is about other stuff. But um, what is your cigar of the week? Okay, we'll do two. Well, you no, know, last week because today's Monday, right? Yeah. So let's say the cigar of last week, the whole week. Well, it had to be, man. And everything you smoke. Let me recall here real quick. I'm gonna, man. I smoked. I always smoke quite a bit. I'm probably going to say, and you may have already claimed this one, but probably that La Aurora. That one was a good cigar. It's special. Yeah. So what did you like about it so much? I what really, I mean, everything was great about it. Um, my rating, um, really my main favorite part about it was, I've smoked a lot of cigars, man. 
I really have. And there's a lot of them that have asked beautifully, man. But that ash was like so snow white the construction on it it was great, great it really it? was man it was a great cigar and the, it, it looks so when you look at it uh, like i said i shot with my eyes and it, to my eyes it doesn't look super pleasing right but that's not to say somebody else wouldn't think okay that looks yeah, like a good i cigar. thought when i looked at it i was like oh that looks amazing yeah. i just knew it was gonna have this sweetness the fruit note i just knew you know, that's right up my alley of smoking. That yeah. was a wonderful cigar. Look to me. But see, me and Robert are two different people. Yeah. So what he thought is a beautiful, I absolutely did. I, I thought the flavor was great. And I definitely know, noticed that note that you did say. I read, you know, I retroheld more on that cigar than I probably retroheld more on any other cigar. Wasn't that retroheld just so It was pleasant, great. It man. really was. I coughed once or twice, but once I got the kind of the motion down, it started becoming a little bit easier for me. And that's what I need to do is just kind of remind myself of that. But I really liked that sweetness that it had as well as the ash for me. And the draw was great. Yes, I had great draw on both. Good burn. I didn't have to touch it up or nothing, dude. I had to touch up a little bit on the second one, but it wasn't nothing to yeah. complain about. Yeah. So what was your rating? I know you smoked it a couple of days ago. Probably... <clears throat> If I, if I think correctly, I'm probably going to give it right around a 90, 91 maybe. Okay, so 91 to 92 is what I give it. Yeah. If I had to say, because I don't remember everything. I have smoked it twice, but I'm not smoking it at this moment. Yeah, and that's the difficulty for But for, for sure, me. 91. Yeah. You know, but who knows? I, I, you know, that cigar was good enough to definitely be a 92, possibly 93. I'm trying to be more harder on my critiques. That way, yeah. if something gets in the high 90s, it's really great. But it's, you know, that cigar is so good. I had to smoke one. If I smoke it a third time and I enjoy it that much still, then it's definitely a 93 for me. Yeah. But it's a 91 as of right now. Yeah. Like, uh, because the Dominica is like a 94, 95. You know, Padron 26, 94, 95, you know, uh, and that's pretty good. So this cigar is up there though, man. I really, really enjoyed it. That was my cigar of the week too. Um... I forgot. I don't need see that cigar was so good. I didn't forget everything else. You smoked, smoked a lot though. You smoked. You said division. You smoked the Gurkha. You smoked uh, the God of Fire. You smoked. See, I felt okay. So the and vision, be honest with it, man. The vision was good, but would I ever pay that price? Hell no. Nine dollars? Yeah, that's how much I I pay like seven fifty to nine dollars somewhere in that range because I got a fifty percent off. So the CAO Vision at that price range yeah. is good, you know. But, but you wouldn't pay full price no, for it. No, it's not worth full price. And I never looked at the cigar even when it wasn't in the closeout. It's close a beautiful out. Churchill, and it's pretty good, but the first third, you don't really taste nothing. It takes a while to get the flavors going. So, and I mean, I mean, I get it, it's a Churchill, but like, I want some flavors in the beginning, you know. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> but it was a good cigar, but... Oh, I like the Law Roy better than God of Fire personally. Ten out of ten. And that's that's. I, smoke, I didn't smoke a Leva V one thirty five again. Yeah. And that was better than the God of Fire. You know, I still got two of those things sitting in my humidor. Yeah, but my cigar of the week over the Leva V. What you going with? The be the Law Roy still. The Leva V is really really good, but I think the Law Roy the reason why it takes the throne is because like. I did not expect that from them. Yeah. I really did not. And it's pretty cool. Apparently, they had like 100 retailers agree to a blend. 
So they had dealt with like a hundred different retailers for this cigar. Oh, really? Yeah, like a pole type deal or something. Wow. So maybe that's why it was so damn good. Makes me want to start. And I've smoked some La Aurora's. The high end La Aurora's are usually really good. Yeah. Um, so maybe I need to start smoking them some more. I know Carl Malone from the NBA. Yeah. He, uh, that's who he works with for his cigar brand. Really? Yeah, so he lives out there in like Ruston, Louisiana or somewhere. And uh, he owns a cigar shop and uh I didn't know that. Yeah, he loves That's cigars. Cool. Yeah, and he uh he gets it blended by La Aurora because that was his brand that he liked, I believe. Nice. Um, they're out of DR. Yeah. They're mainly Dominican brand, but um and it was really, really good. And and that would have to get and then that new wave, baby. Oh uh, yeah, I mean I've been you're smoking that, that new wave since we smoked it, man. That shit is good. That's honestly Connecticut wise. Probably the best connected on the market, like newest one right now. Yeah. I mean, you got the Samba de Mesa Brulee Blue, which is the king, but... Uh, if I'm going to pick one over those two, I think I'm still going to... Me, personally, I'm going with the Samba de Mesa. Yeah, me the too. The Brulee Blue, yeah. Yeah, but... Below, you're looking for a cigar that has, like, Connecticut in the name. Yeah. That you know for sure. I would get the, the New Wave. I think New Wave Connecticut is much better than the My Father Connecticut. I agree. I do. But ain't nothing better sweet-wise and creaminess than the Samba de Mesa, really blue. But the regular Samba de Mesa, is, man, it's really, it's probably slightly better. Slightly better. That new wave is really good, and it's only $7.70. It's half the price yeah. of Brulee Blue. That's the thing right there, what makes it so great. It's only half, it's half the price of the Samba de Mesa, and it is good, man. EP? Did his thing. So... Those are my cigars of the week. Now, let's get back to the Gurkha. I want to know if it'll make your humidor. Okay. And uh, more of your thoughts on it. Clearly, we know you enjoy it. Well, I'm at the end of it now. And it was a short little smoke. But you said you'd give it a what? Or you haven't gave probably it about a 90. Ooh. And it's fitting. It's, it's, so, started good flavor-wise, and middle is flavor progression just kind of stayed the same. Yeah. It's Throughout very, the whole thing... Very consistent. Yeah, it's very consistent. It hasn't dropped off. It hasn't increased neither, but the flavors have stayed the same. And that's nice sometimes. Yeah. You just want a cigar if you're like doing some yard work or something that's still pleasurable. Yeah, but. like if it's a pleasant retro hell, you don't have to change it up. I get it. People all uh, want complex and palette and all that, but man, sometimes if it's just a few notes, man... And it's the same notes, and you enjoy those notes. That's a damn good cigar. Yeah, I agree. I'm at the end of my Gurkha right now, and it's still having pretty much the same notes with the big retro hell. If nothing's really changed, yeah, but it hasn't fallen off or got bitter, yeah. So like, I cannot complain about that. It gets a 90 for me too, but at eight dollars a stick, I know you said at four, okay, but regular price. Because you got two, right? Say you smoke another one, you have the same experiences now. Would you buy it at a regular price? Of $8. Yeah. Yeah, I could see it being kind of an everyday thing. Now... Because it's eight... Look, we've been smoking it for 43 minutes. Yeah. And it's almost done. So you don't have a full hour, you know? Like, we could honestly put this out right now if we had to. 45 minutes. And we're doing a lot of talking, so if you're just smoking by yourself, you're probably definitely finishing in 45 minutes. Yeah. Maybe 40. Sometimes you need, like, if I had to go with some nice short cigars, this isn't a work of art or up there. Yeah, I agree this with you. This ain't as good as the work of art, people. Don't, <laughs> don't think that. But, 
Yeah, I think it would definitely make it in the humidor. I do. It's been, and for me, right now, knowing it's four bucks, for sure, I think it would definitely more so now than eight bucks. But even at eight bucks, my La Romas are a little bit more expensive than that. Yeah. So I could see me getting five or six of these sticks and then, you know, splitting them with something else, you know. But, yeah, it's definitely an enjoyable cigar. So uh, this could be a Gurkha that might be seen in your humidor. Yes. First, yeah, me too. I, One of the first ones. It's a beaut- the band is actually really nice looking though. It's got this like... It looks almost like a wine bottle. Yeah, like this bronze and gold. Yeah. Um, Gurkha 18 year authentic mark of honor. So it's got a blend strength of 98%. I don't know what that means. but It's got a batch number, a quantity number. So this thing went all out. It says... Truly balanced to please the aficionado who is searching for a draw of perfection. Aged oak aroma will soothe the environment and gain praise. 18 years of aged tobacco and dedication has given this or given us another masterpiece to which only the elite blend masters of K. Hanseata and Co. can create. I guess that's how you say his last name. Hansodia, maybe? Hansodia, yeah, probably so. Mm-hmm. Blended at the K. Hansodia and Co. World Headquarters. Yeah, it's definitely a great cigar, dude. And I think for the price right now, especially, yeah, plays a big factor, dude. You know, but that's that's kind of the beauty of the cigar lifestyle is, you know, even though, you know, I may not like a certain type of Gurkha, um, and you may, we may come eventually to an agreement on one, you know? And this one, I think, is one that me and you can both agree that is, is really good and really flavorful. Probably the, this this is my second Gurkha, so this is probably going to be the top Gurkha for me. This is probably my top Gurkha, too. Yeah. Honestly. Yep. So, I'd be curious to see what the larger size or the longer sizes taste like. Yeah. Because... You're right, you know, smaller usually is more stronger and flavorful. So, uh, but if it can maintain that flavor, that I just retro held at the butt end of the cigar and still got sweetness. That is good. There's no bitterness. Most cigars do not finish this well. No, I uh, agree. Even good cigars don't finish as well as this Gurkha is finishing. Man. I don't know if it's because it's 18 year tobacco or what. Because that might be. Did you say it was barrel aged? No, I don't think it's barrel aged. No, I'm getting that confused with something else. Yeah, it says cellar reserve. And this might be the oldest tobacco I've smoked. 18 years? Pretty close, yeah. That I know of. Yeah. I mean, I've smoked some. What is. Padromo ages there as like what? 8 to 10 years, yeah. And Padrone. The the 45th? Is that 12 years? No, I don't years? know. No, I don't know about 12. I don't know. The middle 64 is 4 years, and then 26 is 5. Okay, yeah, it's probably not then. Maybe a little bit more. Yeah. But I haven't smoked this like 20, 30 year age tobacco, you know, very often. But uh, yeah, I don't know, man. It's pretty good, though. Uh, well, well, I got a question. 
I got an answer, maybe. Probably you do. So what's one cigar that you're looking forward to smoking in the future? That hasn't came out yet? That hasn't came out or that is out that you haven't bought? Hmm. <clears throat> That's like new? Yeah. It doesn't have to be new. It just it could be one that you want to smoke that you just haven't had the opportunity to. I can tell you. It's uh let me look up. It's a San Cristobal. Was that the one that made the, yeah. the list this year? Is it was it it wasn't the revelation, was it? Oh, I think it's like oh uh Um, Oviation or something. See, cigar. Oh, the Kent, uh, Quintessence. Let me see. I don't want to say that shit. Oh, Quintessence. Quintessence, yeah. A complex profile of black pepper molasses, 95 rated, number three cigar of the year. Ooh. The Churchill flavor is supposed to be really good. That's one that I've been really excited to smoke. Yeah. Um, other than that, I'm trying to think, you know, what that just came out that we haven't smoked yet, man. The one I'd like to, but price plays a big factor, is the Placentia. Oh, yeah, Year of the Tiger. Yeah, that one I've heard some great, great comments and... I've even seen some different reviews on it with some notes. They said they were getting like a floral note off of it. And I was like, man, I have never. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm still pretty new to the cigar world, but I've never gotten a floral type of note from a cigar. Yeah, that, the Year of the Tiger and the San Cristobal. Yeah. Definitely two that I really would like to smoke. Yeah, it's just, man, that price plays a factor. Okay. Is about it? I think. Really, I mean, because some of the other Year of the Tigers we've had have been pretty good. Yeah. I'll tell you what, there's an un, underrated cigar that people probably don't know about. That La Polina 25th year. The 20 some dollar La Polina. It was $25. Oh, yeah. That thing was phenomenal. That was, like, really good. I don't think I've had that one. Have we I? smoked it together. The La Polina that was in the on the back shelf. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, the $25 one. The yeah. one that was in the glass humidor. Yeah, 25 yeah, 25th yeah. anniversary. Or no, 125th anniversary. Yeah, I think it was 125th. 125th anniversary, yeah. Yeah. It was 25 bucks. That shit was good. That was a great cigar. All right. Well, we thank y'all for listening. Um, we finished our Gurkha Cellar, our Cellar Reserve, 18 year. Drinking some good beer. Going to continue to drink some more beer and probably smoke some more cigars. So, y'all stay tuned for the next episode. We're going to get into some, uh, some more cigar-related topics. So, send in some questions if you have some. All right. I'm Chance. And I'm Robert. And we are the, the Cigar, cigar Gospel. Gospel.